the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. All right. Yeah. Green initiatives. Do you have any idea what this is going to cost you? I didn't think so. Um, I go back in time a little bit. I, I, I remember cracking a joke about uh, one of the greatest investments one could make. Remember when Obama was first running for president? And I was saying, you know, you got to invest in, you got you to send money to Obama. This is what you need to do. So right here on this program, you got to send money to Obama. And then what you do is you start your own green company. I don't care what it is. Just just make sure that it's green. Just call it green. Put a green in your logo. Put a green on your website. Who knows? You could you could you could not know a damn thing about batteries or green technology, but that's okay. Start a company and guess what? If you were a, a contributor to Obama, you're going to be taken care of. And they were. Oh, they were. Yes, do you remember all of the money? that Barack spent on all of these companies out there. Oh, we're giving you government cash. We're giving away cash if you're green. I don't know any of those companies still around today. I, I, maybe there might be. I not. We, we all know the, the famous blow-ups here, there, and everywhere. But again, um, it was a great investment. If you, you gave money to Obama, you got money back, and, and then some. Who cares your company goes under? You were green. Anyway, um, let's let's take a look. Um, Goldman Sachs ran the numbers here on the. It drives me nuts every single time I have to say it. The Inflation Reduction Act. It's not an Inflation Reduction Act. It's an Inflation Causing Act. It's going to make everything more expensive. Anyway. The Inflation Reduction Act, this is the Wall Street Journal editorial board today, may go down as one of the greatest confidence tricks on taxpayers in history. Democrats used accounting gimmicks to claim the partisan law would reduce the budget deficit. Recent report projects its green subsidies are going to cost $1.2 trillion, three times what they said it was going to cost. This is Taxpayer money. One point two trillion. The um, IRA tax credits cost tens to hundreds of millions more than estimated uh, over ten years. Uh, the forecast misses included electric vehicles, which the difference was three hundred seventy-five billion. Green energy manufacturing one hundred fifty-six billion. Renewable electricity eighty-two. Billion energy efficiency, 42 billion. I go on and on and on and on and on. But all of the companies out there, they're, they're racing around, doing as uh, moving and grooving, doing what they can do to take advantage of all of these credits. Yeah. Um, Goldman predicts that the Inflation Re uh, Reduction Act will drive $3 trillion in climate investments. It means reallocate $3 trillion in capital across the country. So what, you know, oil and gas companies, what are they going to do? They're going to go out and get more oil and gas? No. No, they're, they're going to decrease supply and they're going to get involved in carbon capture 
technologies and biofuels and other other bullshit that makes zero sense. Zero sense on a cost benefit uh, analysis. And again, it's going to drive the price up for what you and I have to pay. Um, you're seeing all of these uh, auto companies right now racing to set up battery factories here in the United States um, because they want the credit. The uh, Ford signed a deal with the Chinese battery maker, $1.5 billion annually in credits. Now, that's going to cut. Now, let's, let's, here's a, here again, here's math. All right. This is basic math. Got to follow along. I was thinking about it today, uh, you know, about getting a whiteboard here and writing stuff down. But again, that's too much like Carl Rove and I just can't do that. Anyway, um, Goldman estimates that the tax credit could shave the cost of battery production. Follow along. You're giving a, giving a company money. It's going to cut their costs by 35 to 42 percent. Yet. Even with that tax credit, the vehicles, EVs, are going to still be 17% more than traditional vehicles. More math for you, okay? And these are by people that um, are, are pretty smart, okay? These, these, are, these are people that, you know, you know the type, okay? You always looked at them in awe, the ones that majored in math and physics. He's got a professor out of uh, Oxford. Uh, he's a physicist. He, he was a researcher at the CERN. Um, you know, you got to take a look at this guy's resume. Okay. And he is again, Oxford's talking about the UK. Wind power fails on every count. Governments are ignoring overwhelming evidence of the inadequacies of wind power and resorting to bluster rather than reasoned analysis. Wow, you don't say. So he puts this paper out. And this, again, it's simple. Okay, this guy's a physicist. He works at the collider there. I mean, this guy is, is up the chain. Pretty smart dude, right? Here's the math. He basically works out the numbers that are behind all of the fluctuations in the wind. Um, but he shows, okay, that a, a wind speed, a constant wind speed of 20 miles per hour, the wind, the wind turbine is going to produce 600 kilowatts per square meter at full efficiency. Now, um, to deliver the same power, this is a power, this is a, a, a nuclear power point in the UK to deliver the same power as the Hinkley Point C nuclear plant, which is 3,200 million watts, would require 5.5 million square meters of turbine swept area. So could you figure out how, how much that is? Again, I don't think we'll have birds or bats anymore. They're going to all be dead if that's the case. So it also takes in, like obviously wind is not constantly blowing at 20 miles an hour. Um, if wind speed drops by half, the power available falls by a factor of eight. 
But what if the wind gets faster? Whoa, whoa, okay. If the wind speed doubles, the power delivered goes up eight times and the turbine has to be turned off for its own production. Do you understand? It won't protect that protection. It's going to, it's going to break if it continues to run. Um, <laughs> actually, he took a, a look as well. He said, you know, when, when power generation at these, uh, uh, these wind turbines slump as if it gets cut by half. And they talk about the need for batteries because you've got to save the energy. And, you know, I said some of these, these wind farms, when the wind went down, um, there's, there's not enough capacity um, at the largest battery bank that, that happens to exist in California that can cover the shortfall. Can't, you can't do it. The, 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 the math doesn't add up. Yeah, you had another scientist here basically uh, warn uh, the government of Finland that there's not enough minerals in the world to supply all the batteries needed for net zero. Uh, the whole thing is is not adequate, people. Uh, if you actually, again, math is power. If you actually do the math, but and to, to, to people that are true believers, and they're not interested in, in solving the problem. They get something in their head and they want to keep running with it. That's the problem. We, we continue to chase things forever in 10 days rather than say, look, if this is not working, we got we got to go in a different direction. And I, I, you know, I, I talk about it when it comes to solar, all the subsidies that go to solar and all this nonsense. And solar has been around since the 70s. It has. It's been around since the 70s. And, and quite frankly, most of these places that you see that, you know, people are patting themselves on the back and politicians love going out with their, their, their golden shovels there and, and digging in the dirt. Say, oh, look what we're starting here. Most of these places, they don't exist. They wouldn't exist in a million years if it wasn't for taxpayer subsidies. Again, there was a story today, the Wall Street Journal editorial board talking about uh, I, why Ford can afford to lose billions of dollars in EVs. How is it? Well, it's, it's simple. Um, it's getting subsidies. And, and Ford has been led to believe that they can continue to lose money. And if they need more subsidies, the government's backing EVs all the way, they're going to get more money. Is this, this how capitalism is supposed to operate? Is how it's supposed to work? No. No. This is a recipe, quite frankly, for failure. Watchdog on WallStreet.com.